Are you ready for Chicago Bears football? You are listening to the Bears Bonanza Football Podcast. Stop it. Hosted by Bull Bearded Beauties, Gal and Danny Boy. You're the pride and joy of Illinois, Chicago Bears, Bear Dumb. Blast off. Welcome, folks. Let's talk bears. Whoop. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be a pretty wild eight weeks, I think, Danny, right? So we are sitting here on January 27th. We're three weeks now removed from that awful, awful press conference. And we're about to watch Baby Yoda against Proper Yoda in the Super Bowl. So how are you feeling, Danny? I know. This is a nice one. This is a nice – I mean, I'm excited about the Super Bowl. It's at least when we're still mourning the Bears' many losses – the disastrous situation we're in as a franchise, but it is nice to look forward to a very uh, story-filled Super Bowl, the old guard and the new guard. So that's cool. Try not to think too much about Bears because really the time just needs to pass and maybe, you know, with a little more space, you know, we, we do see a lot of creativity on Twitter of people who are coming up with different ways you can perhaps dump Kyle Fuller, you know, you dump Kyle Fuller, you get some trade capital or, you know, you get some capital back with him, uh, you know, draft capital. And I'm like, okay, maybe with some smarts and, you know, really a lot of creativity, things could work out. And right now, because I'm so mad at them, I will not give them any credit. I will not give anybody in the organization credit. So I know right now I need that space. Yeah, no, I I know exactly (laughs) what you're saying because I just, I have, every time I think of the bears, I can't help but think of that press conference still. I, I know it sounds petty and small, but like, you know, especially listening to them on the on the radio the next day, listening to George, it was even worse. You know, he got so angry and defensive that people were just asking him the most simple questions. You're like, ah, I just need some space away from this team. Hey, Danny, I have some cool stats for you. You know, I like my stats. Oh, right. So this is some super I love good stats. stats. All right? So Tom Brady. So these are this is these are two things that are just wild to me. He has now beaten nine NFC teams in the playoffs. All right, so just just for reference, that ties Joe Montana. All right, so, so but keep in mind this is his first year in the NFC, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's wild. It's crazy. It's wild. He's got six Super Bowl wins and he's got three this year. It's crazy. And then the second one, Tom Brady has more wins, uh, more playoff wins in this playoff run than the Chicago Bears have had in the last 10 years. Or sorry, the last 25 years. Yeah. The last 25 years. Sorry. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yep. Ouch. <laughs> oh, my God. That yep. is crazy. Depressing. You know, and I think, you know, let's start with the rumor mill on the, on the quarterbacks. And I think, you know, what I but- – by the way, Mitch, Mitch, I believe, got engaged today. So congratulations, oh, did he now? Mitch. Oh, congratulations to Mitch. Yeah, I did see that in passing. Yeah, oh, congratulations, okay. Mitch. Awesome. Good for you, Mitch. Good for you. Okay, please uh, get that pre- <laughs> get that prenup signed, Mitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the checks aren't going to keep coming like they used to. So protect your money. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yep. So yeah, what were we talking? Yeah. So I mean, I think you, know, you look at the last four quarterbacks in this in this playoff run. Right, she so had Josh Allen. Um, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers. Now, some good things, right? Like, none of those guys were top 10 picks. 
Uh, none of those guys were the first. Oh, actually, uh, that's not true. Josh Allen was a top ten pick. He was number seven. He was number. But but none of oh, them. Right. But none of them were um, the first quarterback taken in that draft. So there's some hope for the Bears. And here. and I will say, Allen, Allen, they thought that that was a bit of a reach. I believe. Yeah, yeah. That where they picked him, that was not a popular pick yeah. at the time that year. Yeah, you're right. No, I always like Josh Allen though because he's such a freak athlete. You know, uh, I think we have these kind of biases. You know, because so I'll just say it because he's white. We don't view him as a elite elite athlete, but this guy is like a he's like strong as a bull, and he's so fast, and his arm is like comically laugh out loud strong. You know, it's it's stronger than Mahomes' arm for sure. It's wild. It's, yeah. He's just such a freak. I, I just thought, like, with that athletic mix, he's not going to be bad, you know, <laughs> like, with that mix, right? And I think now that he's put yeah, it together. somehow you can make it work. Yeah, now that he's put it together, I mean, he's a top five quarterback in my book. But then even the top five quarterbacks, you know, for me, it's Allen Watson, Rodgers, um, Mahomes, and I'm forgetting somebody, but it's an obvious name that everyone knows. None of those guys were like the first quarterbacks taken off the board, right? So I think there's some hope for the Bears here. So I want to just kind of go over some of the quarterbacks. So this, Danny, um, this is the list of quarterbacks who are either available or potentially available. You ready? I'm ready. Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, Dak Prescott, Sam Darnold, Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, Jimmy Garoppolo, Cam Newton, Teddy Bridgewater, Mitchell Trubisky, Jameis Winston, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Alex Smith, and... Ben Roethlisberger, if he's still alive. Uh, so that's a big list. Uh, and the, and Matt Ryan, for Quite some reason, list. is on this list. I don't know why he's not on this list. He should be. Because um, they're definitely drafting him. Yeah. I, future QB. I don't, right? Yeah. I mean, or, or if not, they're just doing a complete reset, right? Because that team is just completely in shambles. Yeah, but so I think let's just talk about the quarterbacks when we talk about the rumor mill. I think there's a few teams here to watch, like San Francisco – they're definitely going to go look for an upgrade. But once they do that, that triggers this kind of thing like Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be free. So what do you think the Bears should do? Do you think they should go in like all in on on one of like those tier one guys like Deshaun Watson? Or do you think they should try to go and maybe get maybe one of those mid-tier guys like uh, a Sam Darnold? or a Jared Goff, or a Teddy Bridgewater? I mean, my gut instinct tells me that, geez, to have a guy like Watson on your team, if you can get him, would be incredible. But, God, we're so deficient in so many positions. So it's it's hard to imagine. I mean, you would have to – you couldn't just give away all draft capital. You'd have to maybe also trade away some folks back to Houston – because you just, well, you're going to give up like multiple first round picks and then some seconds, thirds. I mean, that could be crazy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, part of me is like, okay, yeah, go for somebody in the middle. But then we're always kind of somewhere in the middle, aren't we? Yeah. You know, we're never just a bad team, but we're always kind of you know, hovering around eight wins, maybe nine, maybe seven. So I don't know if that's the answer either. Right now, it's just hard to imagine a scenario where, you know, we don't sell the farm to give Watson. So it seems irresponsible. But the thing is, yes, if we can perhaps trade a big gun and not have to give up as much draft capital, Watson. So what's too much then for you, for Watson? So what's your so red I mean, line? I think about it. What's your red line, basically? 
Oh, come on, off the top of my head. I mean, I'll give you mine first. I'll like, give you three mine. first round picks. Yeah, I'll three, give you three first round picks are what is that's a minimum. Okay, three first round picks is what they're saying, right? Yeah, that's that's like to get to like just start the conversation. It's going to be more than three first round picks. Yeah. So for me, I think a deal three first round picks, Roquan Smith, Cole Komet, Darnell Mooney. Um, Whoa, that's that's the deal. Oh my god! I mean, dude, that's. And then you have you have, and I'm not sure that's no, enough. You, know, you have no young tight ends. You have no wide receivers. I mean, it's it's. We just, dude, we can't. I mean, we can't. No, we still have Allen Robinson. We missed. But see, this is where this is where I think. I mean, do you want this to happen? You would well, be okay with here, it. Here's my view. Okay, so Roquan Smith is the one that would hurt the most uh, for me because he is a guy. He's a 23 year old guy who's who's a second team All Pro bright future. Cole Komet, listen, I think he's an inline blocking tight end. You can find these guys. They're, they're, he's going to be a solid player, but he's not a move tight end, right? So those are the one, the move tight ends like Kittles and Ertz and Kelsey. Those are the, and Waller. Those are the guys that are really the studs. Komet's not that. Komet's a blocker who can catch. So I'm okay with letting him go. Mooney hurts as well, but you know we don't know what Mooney's going to be. We and we love Darnell Mooney on this show, Cash Mooney. We love this guy, but you know he's pretty thin. Um, takes you know he's heroic. He takes a beating. We love him for it, but we don't know what he's going to be. Right? It's you know the the, the odds are sure. that two out of those three guys are not going to develop the way that you think they're going to develop. Right? Or so I'm okay. You know it's. So basically, that's like, but, I'm okay with that. But now you don't have any, you have no wide receiver depth. You have no tight end depth. You don't have any young stars. I mean, you would have to go out and get them in the yeah. second and third, but you need offensive line help. So, I mean, what? Then we'd have Watson, and then he'd be on a team like Houston <laughs> in terms of just talent around him. Well, yeah. And then what were, well, yeah. how many games did they win this year? Five? Six? I think I think they won six, right? Did they even... Yeah. No, I think they won less than six, right? They so won four, that... I think. Um... So, so how do how do we do that? When then a big hole in, in the inside linebacker, Danny Trevathan yeah. is going to be gone. So we have not we have nothing there. We have nothing in the wide receiver room. Very little in the tight end room. We don't have any offensive line. I mean, how can we responsibly do that? I mean, we'll have nothing around. So basically, the difference between this year's Texans team and last year's Texans team was DeAndre Hopkins. That was really the only difference. They were just terrible last year and, and the year before as well. They were just as bad, right? They were not as good. They, they were just bad. So I, I think to myself, like, what happens to the rest of the defense if now we're, we're converting a little bit more of our third downs, if we're scoring a little bit more, which I do think we will just because, you know, this offensive line, we, we say that it's like one of the worst in the league. It's a huge upgrade over the one that Watson had already. Right, so like for him, it's like, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah. He actually has a coach now as well, right? Instead of him coaching himself with with Josh McCown, which, by the way, that's a hilarious story. I mean, this is only yeah. only the stupidity of the Texans. You know, it's like, oh, Josh McCown is Watson's good friend, which also, by the way, just makes me like Watson even more because I love Josh McCown. Um, and oh, I think yeah, you do too. as well, Big right? Time. Yeah, and oh, like, yeah. he's an oh, active yeah. player on their team. Let's interview him twice for the head coach job. And you're just thinking to yourself, what the hell are you guys doing over there? Why would you think that's a good idea? It's just so, 
insane. He's still a player. He's never coached a day in his life. And you're going to say, oh, yeah, let's interview him twice for the head coach. I mean, <laughs> you're just like, wow, what is going on over there? Um, so that's too much for you then, huh, Danny? Um, it doesn't make you feel good. I mean, listen, for me, that's ultimately we are paying our way to get out of this. We're paying our way. We're trying to shortcut because we've missed too many times. Yeah. And it's just going to end up badly for the Bears somehow. You know, I just, I don't feel good about that for some reason because all of a sudden you had to shortcut your way there again rather than do what good franchises do. It's just like you build <laughs> and you draft the players who are going to win it for you. I yeah. mean, we've, you know, while we've, we've hit, we've hit in those middle rounds, of course, but. And the thing is, I know obviously first round picks don't always hit. So, you know, when it came to Khalil Mack, I was fine with that because let's say, uh, you know, the two first round picks and a bunch of other draft capital. Yeah, that seems steep. But then, you know, we've seen first rounders like look at Solomon Thomas, yeah. who the Bears people thought, oh, the Bears were going to move up to get Solomon Thomas when people didn't know we were going to go for Mitch. And then. Look, at he hasn't really been anything special in the league. So, yeah, first-round picks could be eh, just another pick in a lot of respects. But three of them and any of these little bright spots on our offense, I'm just not as into it. Um, Roquan Smith, I mean, and especially then the defensive players that we have left, I mean, they're kind of on their way out in terms of age. So, yeah. no, I, I, I just I don't see it. It seems like... That that draft. that Mac trade I think is an interesting one, right? Because it's basically what we gave up was Josh Jacobs, Damon Arnett, Byron Edwards, who I've never even heard of, and Billison Austin, and we got Khalil Mack and Cole Komet. I mean, that's a deal you're going to make ten times out of ten, right? So it yeah. sounds like a lot when you use the draft picks, but then when you put an actual player to it, I think you know because we have an emotional attachment. Uh, to those to those th- three guys. Uh, what if it was just two of them? I mean, would that change your mind? So let's say we keep Roquan. Roquan's off the table, but it's just Mooney and, and Komet. Does that change it for you? Um, actually, maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe it does because... Yeah, I mean, we, that, to me, that's a no-brainer, because then, we, right? Because it just becomes a no-brainer, yes. Especially the, the importance of the, you know, the inside linebacker position and having somebody who, who flies around. Um, I think we can build our defense yeah. uh, around... Roquan and you know Eddie Jackson. If we can, Eddie Jackson could get back Bilal Nichols. I think we have these talents in you know each of the you know spots in our defense, but without him and without anybody in the reserves, I feel then we'd be lacking an inside linebacker position for for years, and we would just get gashed in the middle. So yeah, for just those pieces, Darnell Mooney, yeah, he he showed flashes, but so did Cam Meredith, you know. And then obviously he had an injury that yeah. you know derailed his career. But you know sometimes you just hit on some guys, you know, in these later rounds. So and yeah, Komet, you know, so show some flashes. But yeah, I would consider that. I would. Yeah. yeah. Now I think ultimately he's going to end up in, with either Miami, the Jets, or San Francisco. I'm really hoping he does not end up in the NFC because and especially on that team because then it's just a wrap. Then just just rebuild for a while because. That team, I just don't see them losing a game with Deshaun Watson. They were down 12 starters this year, and they still won like six games. You know, they were. It's just incredible how deep that team is, and well coached they are. Uh, you know, if he go, wait, if he ends up there, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough. Wait, wait, who are you referring to right now? 
San Francisco. Yeah, San Fran, San Fran. And what do you think? Um, yeah. Would you be interested in getting scraps like Jimmy Garoppolo or anybody like that? Or that's such a. So no, I would I wouldn't be interested because I think those we already have Nick Foles, right? So, you know, I don't know what the upside here is like now, but I think the bears are going to be very aggressive. There's been a lot of reports that they are, they are really calling around the league in, in terms of asking for veterans, uh, trading, uh, asking for picks. So I saw this rumor and I thought this was an interesting one. Allen Robinson, two first round picks and a second for Miami's third overall pick. Um, so this makes an assumption that Miami likes Allen Robinson and they like, to a Tonga Vailoa. But that's an that's an acceptable deal for me as well, right? If if something like that happens and then you get Justin Fields, who I, I really like Justin Fields, right? So um uh, so that's that's a thing as well. And again, you're you know, it, it hurts to lose A Rob, uh, but you can find you can find a guy like Corey Davis who's like gives you seventy percent of what A Rob gives yeah, you for I, no, ten million dollars. Exactly. No. Corey Davis, yeah, exactly. Corey Davis was the, the list that you had sent me. That was like the first name that that actually like shot out at me. Yeah. Um, and you know, then we obviously we're not going to be ready to win it all. No. And to build off of, and you know, get a tackle, and you know, draft another uh, corner. I could definitely yeah. see something so we'll, like that. So we'll have yeah. more thoughts on this, I guess, when we about... get closer to the to the trade deadline. Because I think the other guy to watch here, because I think it's going to be a domino effect. Everybody is waiting to see what happens with Watson. And I do think he's going to get moved pretty quickly, actually. I think maybe a week or two weeks after the playoff, after the Super Bowl is over, he's, he's gone, right? Because I think he's – once you give the list, it's over. I think you're not coming – you're not walking back from that. So um, – so let's just so let's just stand this with the time we have okay. left. Let's just stand this, okay? Um, let's look forward. Let's not look back right now. Um, what other quarterbacks would you be interested in? So, and now remember, there could be different scenarios we're looking at. So you know, Watson is just like maybe more of an all-in type of guy, but some stopgap could be. So um, I would be interested. You know, yeah. for a different situation. So give me the different scenarios. So the other guy that I would be interested in, and this depends on if the Rams are going to eat the bonus money or not. But the other guy I'd be interested in is Jared Goff. Because Jared Goff has played behind the worst offensive line over the last three years. It's the worst. There's no, there's no argument. It's not a debatable fact, right? Over the last three years, that line has been atrocious. And he he is a scheme guy. Like, whatever this, the scheme of, you know, he has this ability – to kind of mind meld with his coach in a way that kind of goes past his natural talent level. I think he's, again, a very polarizing guy. There are some people like me who think he's pretty good, and there's oh, other God. people who just think he sucks, right? Um, you, you, you want Chicago to be getting into vicious quarterback <laughs> yeah, I be on the, fights, yeah, don't yeah, you? I want to be on the side don't of you? good, though, this time, Danny. Um, Interesting. So I think, yeah, I think Jared Goff of the of the list, right? So now basically what that would mean, it would be, I'm just looking at it right now. If you took the bonus money off, your commitment is three years, $50 million, which is totally fine, right? It's a little bit under, a little bit more than $15 million a year. And then you use him as your Alex Smith type while you look for your forever quarterback. I'm okay with that. Uh, I think that works for me. It depends on what the price is. Um I don't know what it's going to be or how desperate they are to get out because I think 
the Rams are going to make a strong push for um, a guy like Matthew Stafford, who's a stud. And but you know they're not they're not the only ones who are going to yep. make that push. So, but what do you hope? What do you hope to get out of that? I mean, what do you hope of? I mean, you you want to get eight wins again next year? I mean, what's yeah? So here, yeah. So here's the thing. Like, and, and this is why I opened at the at the top where I said like you don't have to be in the top five. Listen, Mahomes and Watson were not in the top ten. Aaron Rodgers was in the top ten. It's not a none of those none of the guys that we would consider the five best quarterbacks in football were the first quarterbacks taken off the board. None of them, right? So you don't have to get into the full tank to be to get your guy. You know, every year there's there's a quarterback. I mean, Lamar Jackson went twenty seventh, right that year. Josh Allen went seventh that year. There were three quarterbacks taken above him, right? Um, so it's it's not like you know these things. Now this draft class is different. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is going to be an absolute god. <laughs> I think Justin Fields is going to be an, just a monster as well. But the you know Wilson, are you sure about Wilson or Lance? Are you are you going to give up multiple picks for one of these guys? You know, I I don't know. I mean, I'm not really thrilled with that. Um, the other thing I would do, and you're going to really hate this, Danny, <laughs> is <laughs> I would take a third-round pick and draft Jamie Newman uh, out of Georgia. Uh, he's a guy who has not played for a year, but last year he had a first-round grade. He There's some rumors around him now. that So he basically transfers to Georgia, a powerhouse program. He opts out of the year because of COVID concerns, but then it came out that he potentially might not be starting. Uh, and that's why he dropped out to protect his draft stock. Now you, it's difficult to know what's real and what's not real in these situations because Southern coaches, SEC coaches have a long, long, dirty habit of, of lying. They just straight out lie about their players. So, you know, it could be that could be true. Don't know. But if he's sitting there in the third, take him, you start Foles for I eight like games. This. And then you didn't think I was going to like this. I, I, I like this. Like no, I like this. No, because I, yeah. I, I want the type of creativity. And the thing is, I have no hopes for us next year. I think we're going to be like a seven, eight win team. So I don't yeah. mind just somebody who could have respectable ball where we can, you, you kind of want, you don't want it to just be a complete wash of a year. You know, you, you're going to, yeah. you want to see perhaps somebody who could work behind what I hope to be a building offensive line, you know, with a new tackle and, you know, you've gotten, James Daniel, so you could see, okay, what do I really have before you really start making a go with that offense in 2022? All right. Yeah. So um, with maybe a new QB behind a veteran, like whoever, right? Yeah. Because I think the, the reason I, I would do that as opposed to any of the other names now I'm all in on the three first round picks plus a couple of young guys for Deshaun Watson. If, if, if that's there then do that, because he's a top five guy, I mean, he he had almost five thousand yards passing this season. He didn't have a thousand yard receiver. I mean, <laughs> that's just incredible. That's like that's that means crazy. he's just throwing it to everybody. It's just it's it's so good. He had more than forty total touchdowns on that crappy team. You just can't like. There is no price that's too. There's really no price that's too high. You know, for a guy like him. But then if you can't get him. You know, I don't know about the rest. I mean, like, do you, does Cam Newton really inspire you? I mean, if you know, does Teddy Bridgewater really inspire you? Does Alex Smith, Ryan Fitzpatrick? 
Um, yeah, at not, least I would want. Have... At least I would yeah, want a young guy. At least I would want like a Teddy Bridgewater just for the upside. But the thing is, for all these other guys like Ryan Fitzpatrick, Alex Smith. I mean, come on, this is completely like we're not even pretending that we're like. Hopefully, we could find this upside and you know, turn a diamond <laughs> in the rough. We know exactly what we're going to get from Ryan Fitzpatrick, and it's just like, what are we trying to do there? I love he's Ryan like, Fitzpatrick. I mean, he's me too. He's, no, one me the, too but... he, he's one of these guys that I think like if we simulated his career 10 times, we're watching like the worst version, you know, of him right now, because like, he's so talented, but he's yeah. just been on, in a bad situation after a bad situation. That throw he had this year against, I think it was the Raiders. Did you see that? Where it's like, there's like a, the guy has like his full hand, like inside Ryan Fitzpatrick's face mask. And he, and Fitzpatrick's almost horizontal, and it's like a 30-yard teardrop to win the game in double coverage. It's one of the best passes I've ever seen in my life, you know? Um, that guy, that, no, that guy cracks me up. It's just, it, you know, we know he's just like a stopgap. So, you know, if that's yeah. what we're telling ourselves, or we're like, well, we know we're not going anywhere, so let's just see what he can do. But, you know, we're, then we're just admitting that we're just like, this is like a year to just, you know, build up, you know, with our draftees and see – you know, what talent we have for when we have a quarterback after, I, you know, I actually, you know what, fine. If you, but if you get a guy, you know what, I wouldn't mind that pick. Fine. You know what? I wouldn't mind that pick, but make sure you get a quarterback in those early rounds. Okay. I'll take the third round guy. Um, you just have to have somebody behind him that you really do like and believe in, or you really love his upside. You know, I need to be excited about him and, and Chicago needs to be excited about that potential. Yeah, because I, I think Jamie Newman for me is the guy. Now, it depends on how he does in the senior bowl because you might not get him in the third round. He might shoot up all the way to the second round. And then it becomes a little bit more dicey because now you're giving up a, a pretty serious asset. But you know what? Honestly, I'd still do it because every few years, I'm not sure I the, the, there's a guy. I'm oh, sorry. It's, my Siri went off. Every few years, there's a guy who's a mid-round pick like Russell Wilson, Dak, Dak Prescott, you know, that – that hits, right? It's not a guarantee, but you're not paying a lot, right? And then if you stink, then you can drop them. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Um, so just let him play eight games next year to see what you got. Um, if he stinks, he stinks. But if he shows promise, then maybe you got something, right? Um, because, yeah, the other names, they just don't – I mean, I like Jared Goff a lot, but to me that's like we're going to be in the eight and eight, nine and seven – mold yep. for like no. three four years but i'm know, also that... in a way i'm okay with that too right as, as long as you're building and getting younger well that's it you know yeah. that's fine right oh, okay final like question I just, I just want to hear what were because um we're gonna head out in a couple of minutes here uh what do you see uh let's say the first three picks of the draft what position groups and let's say you're not picking you know best player available you're actually picking the position group you need uh, how do you see that playing out? <laughs> well, well, because everybody says best player available. Yeah, fucking right. Well, that's true. Like, so, like, I was just thinking the other day. You know, if a guy like, let's say, like Pitts, who's the third best player in this draft, um, a consensus third best player in this draft, falls to us, would we take him? Now he's a tight end. Are you good? after taking Cole Komet? Are you going to take another tight end? But this tight end is different. He's a real move tight end. I think you'd take them, right? So, I mean, to me, I'm all about best player available. Awesome. awesome. So, it's it's tough for me. I, I mean, for me, in the first round, unless there's, like, 
if a guy like Pitts falls by some miracle, then then take him. But then I don't see a scenario where the tackles are going to be there. I, I think the quarterbacks are certainly going to be gone. I think maybe one of the tackles will be still there. If that's the case, just trade down. And uh, I'm okay with that. I like that. I like that as well. Yep. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So, well, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. So, no, we're going to get into this. We're going to get into all how we see things playing out. Draft. We have all off season to talk about this. So, we'll definitely get into yeah. that. Um, so, let's leave it there, man, and uh, keep people uh, grasping for more for next time. <laughs> all right. So, we're, we're going to take a couple of weeks off. We'll come back. We will do a review show at some point. Danny, uh, I, I know you're avoiding it because you don't want to relive the agony. That's right. um, but <laughs> but we'll and but we'll keep it positive and funny and okay, uh, maybe we'll it. reference Sounds some good. of our old some of our old shows. So, so thanks for watching and thanks for listening. Oh, by the way, uh, um, you know, in the last show we crossed uh, a thousand listeners for the first time Woo-hoo! in the oh, yeah. in the season. So so thanks for everybody who is well, listening you, and who's still listening. Fifty minutes in, so appreciate that very much. Much appreciated. And bear down. All Stay right, positive. Guys. Bear down. We'll never forget the way you thrill the nation with your teeth formation. Bear down, Chicago Bears, and let them know why you're wearing the crown. You're the pride and joy of Illinois, Chicago Bears. Bears. Bear down, the Bears. This is my Bears, people.